This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? It is Craig. Today is Monday. That means it's another Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com episode. And now, what is everybody doing? What's going on here? I know there's a lot of chatter in the Facebook group. I know there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, with the rates, with that CH Robinson nonsense, the clearinghouse, the AB5 stuff. Seems like there's a lot going on in the freight world, I may add. But there's other people to talk about the news in the industry. So that's something that I don't do. What we do here on Make More Money Mondays, we talk about simple tips, tricks, and resources to help, well, you make more money. At least that is the idea for this. And now I want to start by saying I'm using a new streaming provider. I switched streaming providers from the one I was using to this one. I'm not exactly sure if I like it, to be honest only because it's broadcasting my show weirdly. I guess that's all I could say. I will check in on the back end. So if you guys have any shenanigans or any uh, streaming issues there, I will look into it afterwards and see what I can do to make it better. But nonetheless, today we're talking about a few things. We're talking about, um, we're talking about load boards obsession in 2020, cheap freight, but also keeping your enemies closer. And now the latter that I just said, keeping your enemies closer, in this case is not just somebody. The enemy in this case is a broker. And now I don't think brokers are enemies. Gonna say that again. I don't think brokers are enemies. However, some, you know, drivers, owner ops, fleet overs, you know, fleet owners, what have you. A lot of times people think brokers are the enemies and I'm here to say it's not. So that's what I got. Before I get started, I was just reading an article. It's actually a Facebook ad. It's weird. Um, on my personal Facebook profile, an ad for a company called Curry or Surrey popped up. And I want to ask you guys, are you guys familiar with Curry? I'm going to write it down in the uh, in the comments down below. If you're watching, go ahead and see the comments. Anyways, this uh, company called Curry or Surrey. I don't know. Uh, it's called the Construction Courier. I'm going to see if I can pull up a tab here. But what this is... It's essentially, um, I guess their headline is quick and easy supplies delivered for the construction industry. And now before I press live on this uh, stream here, I went through to check it out. If you guys go to curry.com, whoops, now let me go to it. But essentially what it is, it's shipping freight using your car, a pickup truck, or a sprinter van. And now the catch is, of course, since it's using courier service, you know, C-O-U-R-I-O-R, whatever, it's uh, you can use anybody's car or anybody's truck or anybody van in that case without the use of a DOT, you know, or an MC uh, vehicle. So here's what I find interesting. These these people, when I type in Curry, they seem to be all over the Internet. However, I can't find any uh, anything about people actually using them. OK, that's the thing. I'm going to try to pull up the tab here if I can. Um, but here's my problem with Curry. I used to drive sprinters and that's why I was mainly interested in this because when I drove sprinter freights, you know, cargo van straight trucks, it sucked. It was hard to find good freight. It was hard to keep, you know, keep the relationships built to find, um, to find consistent freight, if you will. And just all that is basically a lot of deadheading, a lot of cheap freight, all that jazz. I got out of it based on it was like a dollar 10 a mile. Not even sure what it is, but here's what I find interesting. 
And the Sprinter world, at least from my experience, the Sprinter world, the cargo van freight, you know, the freight for straight trucks, is oftentimes hard to find. And it's hard to find because there's not a lot of places to find this types of freight. Of course, you do have, you know, the Omni Track Selectus, whatever they're called now, uh, but you must be an Alliance member to use that. And there's a lot of requirements to become an Alliance member, such as had to have a certain amount of trucks. It is super expensive to get on. When I had it, you know, like five, six years ago, it was simple. You paid 250 a month and you got login information. It didn't matter if you had one truck or a thousand trucks or whatever. But now back to Curry, this Curry or Surrey or whatever it is, to me, I think it could help Sprinter delivery drivers because it's more of an on-demand marketplace for suppliers. At least that's what their website is showing. That is mainly for um, suppliers and such. Uh, but I could see a lot of use for it because when I drove Sprinters, a lot of my stuff was from like manufacturers that are local and need to go to job sites or maybe um, like AFSI where they have locations everywhere. They just need, you know, Sprinter size freight or cargo size freight transported. Nonetheless, I did a mock up um, and I'm sorry, I can't pull up on my screen. I tried to. That's why I posted down here at www.curri.com so you guys can follow um, ahead. On the top, it said construction, she delivered on demand. I think you guys can figure out what that means, but it said tailor made for the construction industry. Curry allows you to instantly summon just the right vehicle for the tap of a button. Now I got some concerns about that, but I'll get there in a few minutes. What I like about the service and services like that, or more services coming out like this, I like it because I did a, um, I just want to see what it'd be a sprinter rate. So I did it from my house to my old house in Illinois. It's like 1600 miles. It gave me a sprinter rate of like uh 16, excuse me, a sprinter rate of like 4,700 bucks. Now again, from experience, one thing I could tell you, I have never got that much money you know, driving a Sprinter van, especially finding my Sprinter loads on a load board like Selectus. We all know that's basically the only load board that offers that type of freight for straight trucks, cargo van, um, you know, what is the only one, Sprinter? That's uh, Selectus is basically the only one that has consistent freight for those vehicles. I definitely understand DAT, truckstop.com, one, two, three, load board, all of them. They do have freight that can be uh, put on a straight truck or a cargo van, if you will. However, it is hard as hell to find. At least it was hard for me to find it. You know, straight truck freight on DAT and truckstop.com. A lot more easier than finding those same freight for like a Sprinter um, or that. But that's all I want to talk about. I think Curry, Surrey, whatever it is, it could be good for the industry. And now, as I mentioned time and time again, I no longer work in the industry as a broker or a driver driving these little Sprinter van freight. Nonetheless, I could still see a lot of benefits for this platform the drivers and now i wanted to admit it's funny how i mentioned that low board when i'm about to talk about the obsession drivers have and other people have with low boards in 2020 and here it is you know back when i started 10 years ago um low boards was basically the way it was you know i remember being trained by a dude who said you know back in my day when i started we had a phone book this big and faxes even bigger we sorted through them boom that's how we found trucks that's how we found you know freight so forth and that's how I started. I think a lot of us have been in the industry for about 10 years, or if you're labeled as a millennial, I believe that's exactly how we started. And a guy named Ron Hummel. If you're not familiar with Ron Hummel, he is the uh, CEO or creator or both of the um, the company Trucking Planet. I believe it's truckingplanet.co, something along the lines. Anyways, he has a blog or a forum, um, very popular for 
you know, the trucking industry. One thing he mentioned was, was exactly what I just said that us millennials, uh, essentially we don't know how to book freight or build relationships or conduct business, um, like they used to. And now I totally agreed, you know, what he said with that, but I also had a few tidbits of information I want to add to that. And now granted the majority of us millennials or newer people in the industry, it could be newer truck drivers, newer freight agents, newer freight brokers. I think the, uh, the relying on load boards is not always a bad thing. It's just how you do it. And that's what I want to talk about because this morning in my group, freight brokers and truck drivers on Facebook, I made a post saying something like, let me pull it up so I can tell you what it said. It said, um, how many people rely 100% on the load boards? And there's some great engagement with that this morning. I'm trying to see the results of it here, which of course I can't find just scrolling through it. Oh, here we go. There's like 48 comments. The majority, of course, since I asked about load boards, was all from truck drivers, fleet owners, uh, owner operators, you know, small carriers, all that jazz. But I was very shocked at the replies, to be completely honest. And what I did was, out of the whole chain, you can see here, let me see if I can pull it up. Out of this whole chain here, uh, on this one, my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers, uh, I looked for the people that I respect most in the industry or that I've worked with, you know, directly or indirectly to see what is going on here. And what I'm finding out is essentially everybody uses load boards. And now back to that little story I was saying, you know, when I started in the industry 10 whatever years ago, uh, in March would be 10 years, so I guess next month would be 10 years. But when I started, like I said, it was you started on the load board and that's just what it was. You kind of built your relationships on that. However, we were always trained still to use load boards as a supplement and not a substitute. And I think that's what a lot of y'all are doing. And this will kind of tie into my cheap freight um, shenanigans or snippet that I want to talk about. So when it comes to load boards, okay, load boards are great for everybody in the industry. You know, there's even shippers on them, harder to find, but there are shippers, good for brokers, good for drivers. Here's the thing. If you start making your business 100% relying on load boards, well, you're at the mercy of these load boards. And I think we can all remember that. DAT was down, you know, for an hour or two yesterday. No surprise there not being shady just saying factual not only that our friend truckstop.com they've been down a couple times as well you know once or twice i know there's some shenanigans with the slowness with their app all that jazz not too familiar but those two companies are not the only ones that go down they just so happen to be two power houses of companies you have dat and you have truck stop who can compete not very many people so here's the issue Lately, a lot of these low boards, a lot of these providers have been going down for one reason or another. Now, what I've noticed when those low boards go down, our group, freight brokers and truck drivers, as well as other groups, other professional groups in the industry, it is full of chatter from truck drivers, you know, freight brokers, everybody, moved my mic, sorry about that. Everybody's saying, what is going on? I'm freaking out. There's no load board. I don't know what to do in between all the nonsense. Now, here is the issue. There's only one reason why I asked. I don't care about the percentage of people who use load boards. I was just curious of how people find freight without the use of a load board, okay? I was kind of shocked by the answers. A lot of people's numbers was above 90 95% use of a load board. Very little of the comments or very little of the percentage of people find freight by building relationships. And we're not talking about shippers. I haven't said once about going direct to shippers, okay? A lot of these people talked about how they have relationships with their broker or their broker calls them or they call their broker and that's how they survive, okay? And I thought that was great and that's why I wanna talk about it because when these low boards go down, 
and not just truck drivers. You have to remember, these brokers, just like I was 10 years ago, they're trained to basically only use the low board. It's no more using the low board as a supplement. Everybody's using it as a substitute, and that's not always the best thing. And now granted, I have a ton of friends in the industry like our moderator, Chris Brown, and other people, uh, Lynn, as well as Patricia, who say they primarily use the low boards, However, their business is rocking and rolling. They're making money. The wheels are still turning. They're good. Okay. And I'm not taking that away from everybody. I'm just saying if a load board goes down for one day, everybody chatters that their business is essentially shutting down because they cannot find freight. What if it shuts down for two or three days? What if it shuts down for longer? What if people just stop posting the amount of loads on load board? How will everybody survive? And now I'm talking to my trucker friends, you know, carrier friends, small um, owner off friends, all that jazz. How would people survive? You really couldn't. Because right now we're in this digital era where we're relying, we're using all these substitutes for our own business. And when they go down, our business is going out the door with it. That's an issue. And when I talk to drivers who, let's say over 45 years of age, over 40, whatever, I call them like the veterans. Okay, and then you have the higher veterans, a higher veteran experience, like the 50s, the 60s, all that. When I tell them that, they're like, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's annoying a load board down, but oh, it's good. My wife, you know, has been banging out these loads all week. We're doing good. Again, a little annoying. However, business as usual. Not everybody's like that. And it's because they don't have something simple in their business. And that's relationships. Their business is good when they get freight off the load boards. Take the load boards out, their business is crap. Doesn't make sense. I think trucking has been a, you know, a, a huge industry full of successful truck drivers, freight brokers, freight agents, everybody in between, even before the use of low boards. As I mentioned earlier about the faxes, <laughs> I can't imagine um, flipping through faxes, you know, but the, or to find freight or to find truck drivers, but that evolved into low boards. The thing was with the low boards is everybody threw out the relationship and only used the low boards. That's not how it works. And I think a lot of people, when they complain, or I don't want to say complain, vent or express frustrations in the industry about cheap freight, I think of a lot of it is the source of where they're getting this freight from. And now I, I'm on DAT all the time. I'm on truckstop.com all the time, as well as other low boards out there, like the free ones, one, two, three, low board, you know, there's a zillion. They're all about the same, but not all of them have the same loads. And the reason being, not just because people don't use this low board, the other low board, because brokers still call people. They still send freight that they have to carriers without posting it. All the loads you see on the low boards is not all the freight in the, you, the entire United States. That's what some people I think think, that if there's you know 50 postings in Champaign, Illinois, that's all the freight in Champaign, Illinois. No, that's all the freight that's posted by the brokers who have it in central Illinois. There's still a list of shippers even a bigger list of brokers who have freight in those areas. You only find them if you call. You only find them if you build a relationship with these people. Now, going back to my broker stuff here. Now, I feel like I made an arrow with that. There was my finger. Now, going back to the brokers, you know, when the low bars goes down, basically the, the majority that I worry about is, of course, the drivers, okay? Because as they're going down the road, as they're sitting, waiting for the shipper to receive and unload them, while they're looking for their next meal. And that's in the form of a load. And now when those load boards go down, of course, drivers, they, you know, they're in a friends. But however, working at a brokerage, I know brokers are in a frenzy too. Because what do they have to do? They have to pick up the phone and start dialing, okay? 
it's uh that's what they have to do not everybody likes doing that i can admit it you know years ago when i broke her day to day not always you want to use a phone I'm like uh, why, do, why do i want to use a phone i could just post click send raycon off to the races easy day for me easy day for them but again that's not how trucking works you can do that once you know one or two times in the week you know kind of you know sometimes during the week but your whole entire business cannot rely on what is on the load board today it doesn't make sense and i think when i say to myself it even sounds crazier that people think they can survive this freight game strictly off load boards and now here's what i'm gonna go back to i'm checking the group here's what i go back to about talking with the brokers okay when these load boards go down and again i said it again they're the most worried about it because they have to pick up the phone and start finding capacity to cover their freight in a different way or in a different fashion than what they're used to i.e posting on load boards they actually have to call these people and now what's kind of awkward is if these brokers are not calling these drivers these drivers are probably not going to help them out because they don't know them from tom tick tom dick and joe down the road okay so to get that relationship you have to start doing something else and that's actually reaching out to them letting them know about the service you know that you provide in your business what areas that you're hot in and they will remember you so if these low boards shut down well guess what they remembered you know tom calling them last week was three sprinter vans in the midwest that's just how it works and now another thing is I was asking a driver um, in a different group, not mine, but a different group. How do you not know the majority of brokers you work with? He said, well, I work with a lot of brokers, a lot of great brokers. I just don't know who I work with the most. You know, as it turns out, it's very easy if you're organized to figure out who you work out the most, okay? Simple, go to your email, to your inbox, see which one, or excuse me, your inbox, see which one sends you the most rate confirmations if you do not have a system that tells you that. Hopefully you have at least an Excel spreadsheet that you could filter to show what brokers give you what and so forth. But if you don't, like some of the people I was talking to, you can easily still go to your inbox, pick out all those rate confirmations that was sent to you and see what brokers work with you the most in a weekly basis or a monthly basis. I guarantee you one thing, there's brokers in there that you've worked with more than two or three times. I have never met a carrier who works with 30 different brokers in 30 days or let's say 15 different brokers in a month. Never heard of it. Maybe you guys have, but I haven't. Therefore, that tells me if you're finding all of your freight on low board day in and day out, you are not doing the most important part of your business. And that's essentially running it like an owner, okay? You're not going out there generating more business. You're literally hoping you wake up and there's a good you know, load on the low board. Or worse, you're hiring a dispatch agent and praying to God that they find a load for you, for you to pay bills and make your truck payment while Venmoing their 50 bucks for finding that load. Doesn't make sense, okay? So as I said, the whole month of January, we talked about going direct to shipper freight. I'm not saying February, we're gonna talk about different things, but in January, we talked about going direct to shipper. And as I mentioned in my last video, not exactly sure that was the best thing because as many people have told me, they're like, hey, Craig, you know, I work with a lot of strong brokers. I don't necessarily need to go to shippers or even I had one guy said, Craig, my shipper doesn't pay accessorial charges or detention or extra charges. I really go through my three letter brokerage because at least they pay. So I wanted to say brokers are not always your enemy. I know a lot of times in my video, I may act like it. I may say it or imply it. A lot of it is joking, you know, in regards to the, uh, uh, the less than desirable brokerages, if you will. A lot of times I say, stay away from go direct to shipper or something along those lines. But that being said, you could still have a lot of success in this industry 
with working with brokers. And that's keeping your enemy closer. Everybody knows there's a few, maybe a handful of brokerages that I don't prefer. However, I still refer people to them, still work with them in some capacity on the back end. However, I don't prefer them. I would never run my truck through them, but just on a personal, you know, on a personal reason. But like that old saying goes, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. That's what I'm telling you here. Get off those damn load boards. Load boards are great. Truck Stop is awesome. They have a lot of new stuff that's coming out soon. DAT, you know, they're awesome too. A big, you know, powerhouse there. All those other little uh, load boards that are not as um, popularizers, they're still all great. Use it as a supplement and not a substitute. Use it as a supplement and not a substitute. That's basically what I have to say about the load boards. And now, one thing that is good news, we always have to end some, you know, not so good news with some good news. Um, good news for all of us, maybe not brokers, maybe not shippers, but for us, driver's friends, or, you know, my driver friends out there, a lot of great news coming up. And that's in the form of rates should be going back up soon. <laughs> I know everybody says soon with like an asterisk, you know, a little star on soon, meaning like when. However, from the research that I see and the data that I've seen from Freightwaves, Speaking of freight waste, I'll talk about that in a minute. I see from the uh, from the graphs of last year, the graphs of this year, it's about the same. Besides the decline and spot, you know, spot freight that I think a lot of y'all, a lot of drivers see right now, it looks like it's going up. They're predicting going up. I wrote it down. Um, can't find it. About the twentieth, twenty third, something along that. They are predicting rates to go back up. Granted, we're still two weeks away. I know a lot of business gets you know conducted in these two weeks. But the good news is there's finally a light at the end of the tunnel that I think a lot of us can look forward to. Because right now, when people say, what's going on with the freight? What's going on with the rate? Everybody's like that emoji. Where it's like shrug shoulders. No idea. Should go up soon. It always does. Well, yeah, it always does. It always goes down. always goes up. We know that. But when? <laughs> and what I got from Freightways is they're predicting, you know, with their rate analysts and all their powerful data and their back end about the 23rd. And this is solely based on historical data from previous years showing around the 23rd, there's an uptick in freight and rates and all that jazz. Speaking of freight waves. So today I actually signed up for Sonar. You know, uh, Sonar is a product by freight waves. Quick disclaimer, I'm not sponsored, affiliated, you know, directly or indirectly with freight waves. I'm a paying subscriber of Sonar. Uh, again, no sponsoring, I'm not, you know, all that jazz. Anyways, I finally got Sonar. I've been, you know, kind of talking about it for months now, but finally broke down and paid the uh the cost for sonar which it's uh it's pricey for some situations but it's powerful and so it depends you have to kind of weigh it you know is it worth it is it not worth it regardless anyways i was supposed to have my onboarding with sonar to get set up with my username and password all that jazz to start going full-fledged in it however i didn't deal with shenanigans today and so i did not get to do that i essentially missed it so hopefully next week i can start throwing up that powerful sonar data because look Data is everything. I know a lot of people don't like data or they don't understand the numbers. And when people don't understand or don't like or are not familiar with it, they seem to dislike it. Exactly how I was and so I started diving in. And now I'm hoping, you know, by me paying for Sonar, it will help enhance videos as well as enhance my member experience and the group freight brokers and truck drivers by providing accurate, you know, data on the current freight markets. Now, I know a lot of people, they say, oh, I don't believe in that data crap. DAT says it's this and this and this and it's not. I'm totally with you, okay? I am totally with you. That's why these systems, services, and all that to help enhance your business on the back end in the form of, you know, software and systems, 
they again should only be used as like a supplement and not a substitute but also i'm using it as a great starting point right now i could not tell you what's happening across the country if i really sat here and thought about it i just don't know because i don't have the data in front of me i don't have the numbers i don't have the graphs i have none of that however starting extremely soon very very soon i will have access to sonar to where i will be able to see the market condition see what you know areas that were hot around the country see what areas you know brokers or agents should be going after to call shippers help carriers find out you know what area of the country they can squeeze that broker out for more money because a broker needs them more than they need them that's why i like data and i want to say you know years ago i was a big believer in dat on their rating system i know truckstop.com they have an awesome rate and analyst tool built right in if you're a subscriber of truckstop.com i'm sure you have seen it but here's one thing that's fact that i like about freightways they have way more data points than anybody else combined essentially not sure that's factual just saying combined essentially than anybody else the more data more you know you can easily predict things better or with um, a sharper mind if you will from the information it gives you so totally excited to get sonar totally excited to start getting that um, i'm going to see what my limitations are in regards to helping members of the group with my access to it not exactly sure but i'm hoping to start doing that as i said very soon um, i'm going to reach out to them after this and see when they can um, set up my uh, onboard login and all that jazz and of course it would take me time to figure out what what in the hell how to navigate it but like i said i'm doing it or the sole po purpose of having sonar is enhance the member experience within my group freight brokers and truck drivers as well as give more information during my make more money monday sponsored by truckstop.com as well as possibly refer to it when i bring members on video with me during our talk freight tuesday and talk Freight thursday where we have our member helping members video series okay i'm excited i hope you guys are excited too i know when you're talking about software to people who don't care it's like oh that's boring <laughs> but i do want to mention one thing you know sonar when i've been a fan of it forever or freightways regardless uh at first i was wondering why freightways is not given access to this powerful feature to more people our owner operators our fleet owners our freight agents i was just confused why they weren't targeting those people to kind of go after them because the product is amazing um you know the the data that it provides is extremely powerful to actually know or predict your next next move it's like chess you kind of see ahead in the future based off of historical data anyways i was confused why freightways wasn't given access to you know my carrier friends my freight broker friends who are a little bit smaller than these megas as i navigate through this thing i can kind of see why and so even though uh freightways and i had a very difference in opinion um you know when i was mentioning that i can kind of see why i never admit to it but it's it's kind of hard it's uh you know i can't imagine paying for sonar if i drove sprinters first off i will be too small you know to use the data to help me because data is gold if it's organized to the right people data is trash unorganized or to the wrong people okay and so my fear is i think if people sign up for sonar right now and they just click on it looking you know for the holy grail or the gold or the golden data you won't find it because it takes some time to look through it but it also takes um you have to you have to kind of know what you're looking at okay and when you see graphs like this you know or red lines going this green lines going that or one state is higher in elevation elevation than the other all that stuff means something okay and that's why i do give freightways credit for telling me that they essentially don't release it to the little guy 
Uh, they do, but don't, or at least advertise it to it, because the churn rate will be so damn high, and also, it's very hard to use. But, from what they told me, they do have a version in the works coming up that's a lighter version, that may be a little bit easier for the masses to use it, because right now, the Megas are at the top, because why? They have all of this data. That's what it is. Now I got it. And hopefully y'all can get it, you know, in the future too. Or if you want it, you know, obviously look into it. Call Freightways, call Sonar, whatever. But I'm excited because all the Megas, you know, they're using it. When they sit down with their shippers, they know what they're talking about. And it's not because they just came up with all the stuff in their head. Because they have the data to help, you know, how do you want to say it? They have the data to help help them make their observation or to help prove the what the data is reading, if you know what I mean. Um, but regardless, that's all about Freightways that I got to say. Hopefully by next week, we'll be on it. Like I said, I'm not sponsored. I'm a paying, a full price paying customer. I didn't even get a discount. Well, they did. They offered me a discount. And then a week later, they took it away, claiming the big boss uh, no longer wanted that discount. Don't care. So pay for it. So anyways, hopefully uh, we, we will get it you know, by next week. If you guys have any questions about it, you know, you can hit me up in the group Freight Broker Truck Drivers. Um, hopefully I can start using it to help you guys, but enough with that, you know, tomorrow on the agenda, we do have a talk freight. This is with, uh, I need to check out. I need, I need tongue twisted. I still need to make sure he is available because I don't think I got a response. So that one is to be announced. And now I basically want to end it with this. Okay. Now in this industry, when you start doing good or when you make a name for yourself, I'm going to say this. This is the end of the Make More Money Mondays. I want to just make a PSA announcement to members, okay? And especially members of other groups, okay? I just heard a quote, and I'm going to start it off before I say it. The quote is, say it, forget it, write it, regret it, okay? Say it, forget it, write it, regret it. And I'm going to post it up in the comments so you guys can see it, see the spacing, see the comments, all that, because it's very important. And I'm going to tell you a little story. About a year ago, so I started being harassed online by a guy named Jason Moises, M-O-I-S-S-I-S. -S -S. Not sure. He started harassing me, you know, obviously over internet, my Facebook page, my business pages, my groups, my messenger, my Google Maps, clients, Google Maps, clients, reviews, people I associate myself with, my even my sponsors. This dude went below the belt for the last year harassing me. I call it slander. I think the cops call it defamation of character. Not sure. I had the lawyers dealing with it. However, for the last year, I've been intensely harassed by this guy in the form where people question my business ethics and my morals of conducting business in this industry. Now, I'm the least, I'm the, you know, the least con confrontational guy probably walking this planet, especially in the freight industry. I don't let things bother me. People, when they talk out of the side of their neck, I usually click block and move on. Except when I did it with this guy, he kept going, okay? And I wanna bring this up because you may have seen my post on LinkedIn about this guy. I reserve LinkedIn strictly for a professional platform. I even dislike when people use LinkedIn as a Facebook. Cause I think that's not what it's for. It's not for your workout pictures and not these dumb quotes. It's not motivational crap. It's for connecting with professionals, but I did something I don't normally do and posted on LinkedIn about my experience with this Jason Moises guy. And it's because today, after being harassed for almost a year, 
He went to the police department in my local area and tried to file a report about me saying that I was harassing him. I'm, I'm humored by it because this guy already has, you know, complaints against him, not just by me, by numerous people and even more companies. I'm going to say the word allegedly. That's what I hear. That's what I Google search when I Google his number. Now, I want to say this. It's fine and dandy. Anybody can judge me how they want. They could pull up my history and see me. I have no criminal record, whatever. I'm just saying you could pull up my history. You could send letters to my house. You could send letters to my business. Even my business is outside of logistics. You can contact associates of mine, clients, as well as sponsors. But there's one thing that some people don't know about me. I'm relentless, okay? I'm relentless with my money. I'm relentless with my job. I'm relentless with my business. But I'm also relentless at re protecting myself, my family, and my businesses, okay? So I, I did get a few messages when I posted about this guy in my experience from people saying, Craig, you should not post about that on Facebook. Craig, you should remove that. Craig, what will your sponsors think? And my response has been, look, when you have experience as much as I have in a year, you will do the same exact thing. And now one thing I also want to mention, I keep saying that I've been harassed by this guy intensely for about a year. Uh, it's actually May 15th, I believe it started. The thing about it was, I didn't know who he was until very, very recently, in the last 30 days. This gentleman hides behind a fake profile. His Google name is totally different from his Yelp reviews, as well as his Google uh, Maps reviews. It's on a fake name. Took a long time, even more money, to figure out who is this guy hiding behind a Facebook, attempting to ruin my life. And now, According from the report that I had to file with the police department again, on top of the federal report I had to file, was because uh, this guy would not stop. That's essentially what I'm gonna tell you. He would not stop. He knows my address, my phone number and all that. And he wanna stop. And so now I finally figure out who he was, who he is, and I will not stop. And so if anybody feels like they dislike uh, the messages I post or the posts about this fellow on my Facebook, just know it's me responding not me aggravating, okay? And now luckily I was able to get a report. So I can guarantee you one thing, I would not see his name pop up in my mailbox, my email or Google or anything like that. I'm very confident about that. But I felt the need to tell people why I made that post on LinkedIn and why I made numerous posts about, on Facebook about them. Could I know, you know, before I deleted one of the, one of the threads, it caused a lot of stir with people thinking I'm accusing this guy when actuality, I'm being accused by him, okay? And now, his hatred towards me, from what I gathered from the police today, is he made two false claims even to them, which is just nuts. He says he has proof that I'm brokering illegally, as well as running an ongoing scam, scamming drivers. Those are his words. That's exactly what he told the police, okay? And that's exactly what he wrote numerous times in one of his 30 or 40 posts about me, all over online, from him, from his anonymous profiles. Here's one thing I wanna say. I work, I live my life, I do everything with high morals. I would never do anything that I wanna do to my family or to myself. That could be with the way I conduct business, the way I handle myself or my business, okay? What you see me on this camera with during the talk where you make more money is the same dude you see me after it. I don't fake my life, I don't fake my persona or my brand 
my brand is my name. That is who I am. If you see me in County Market tomorrow at the truck stop, I'm going to be that same Craig you see on the video. There's nothing really excited. And yes, you are right, uh, Bunker Hill, Corey. Uh, that was another one. Okay. See, it just keeps adding up. I forgot about that one. That that dude, right after my great podcast and video that I did with Corey from Bunker Hill Trucking, giving tips and tricks to my driver friends. What did this, what did this guy do? This Jason Moises? He went over to Google on Bunker Hill Trucking's Google site or um, their their business listing and used my name and, and made a complaint about them saying that they're associating themselves with a known scammer. Just as I did with sponsors, my current and past sponsors. It is ridiculous. But besides that, I just want everybody to know, you know, I could have made videos months ago saying, you know, look, this guy is a whack job. Don't do it. I just thought, well, people know who I am. They would never think that I'll scam people. I don't have to respond. As it turns out, it seems like I have to tell people I don't scam people. It's kind of mind boggling to me, but that's basically what I want to say. It's um, if anybody ever has questions about my integrity, about how I conduct business, how I live my life, you could simply email me, call me, text me, <laughs> send me a message, or join my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers, and tell me all about it. Whatever you do, don't make false allegations against me, or I will be relentless. And that's exactly what I'm going to do now. It's I have a lot of respect for everybody in this industry, and I will keep that guy in my back pocket because maybe I need him. But while he's posting about me, all the shenanigans, I'm not. And that's why I want to say, keep your enemies closer. You never know when you're going to work with this guy. I could do a lot to this guy, but I'm choosing not to. I'm choosing to do the legal route. And that's it. That's it. So I do want to let everybody know, I don't scam people. I'm not a broker. I'm not even an agent. I don't even dispatch trucks. <laughs> I don't work for a carrier. You know, I don't work at a trucking company. That's it. I pay myself. My bills are paid by the money I bring in from my efforts every month. Of course, logistics is not my only company. Okay. Of course, I have Freight Brand, which is my web design marketing company that a lot of people see on, on Facebook. But in actuality, I don't post because I don't want people to think I'm advertising or I have this, you know, I'm ever over advertising my products or services. I also have a company outside of logistics that's essentially my bread and butter. That company as well does not scam people. None of my companies do. I've never done it. That's just it. One thing the police officer told me today, when you become successful, people come after you. And I want to say that. That's what it is. Three years ago, I lived in a, in a trailer, okay? People come after you when you're successful. That's just how it is. And you know, it bothered me before, but I'm not gonna let it bother me now because I said my piece. That's probably the last time I'm ever gonna say it. But that's it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed. I'm glad you guys understand. If you guys ever, like I said, have problems, questions, or read my name somewhere, just ask. <laughs> Don't say, hey, Craig, I want to ask you this, but I didn't because I was concerned that you scam people. Say, I heard you scam people. Tell me about it, and I'll tell you whatever you want. But enough with all that. Done with all that. It gave me a headache today, and that's why I missed my, my freight weight because people are weird. I mean, even when you block them, they just come after you, and I don't get it. It's all these adult men, older than my dad, you know, coming after me. Probably the car I drive or where I live or how successful my business is, but I don't care. I donate a lot. I do a ton of charitable things. You guys probably see my group all the time. Those aren't sponsor dollars. Those are Craig dollars that I give out to people in my group. I do have sponsors sometimes, but the majority of the cash is from me or with other people. If I was scamming people, I'd probably scam all that and keep it. 
but anyways that's all i got i hope you guys enjoy it i hope the audience that i do have enjoy it i definitely don't make videos to be popular i definitely don't make videos to be an influencer i make videos because i'm in the business to help people especially the little guy i used to be the little guy i'm still the damn little guy i just don't work in logistics day to day and so now i spend all of my time helping people okay i get up early i work my other job my main bread and butter job all damn constantly on the phone with free 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 advice free resources free tips and tricks that i spend my time on the phone over email messages all the time and don't get paid a dime for it i don't ask for it even when i recover money for people and they say craig i want to pay you i want to give you you know five percent of it i don't need your money i don't need money i don't need to scam people i am well off in life and i'm proud of it because three years ago i was poor I worked hard the last three years to get where I'm at, and I'm definitely not going to let a scam artist or an alleged scam artist try to take that away from me or kick me off my platform. Not going to happen. I don't care if anybody supports me. I just hope the people in my group support me and the people that I help. That's it. Until next time, that again, that's the last time I'm ever going to talk about that. So until next time, it's all going to be positive, making more money, great news going on up. Tomorrow, hopefully, we have another talk break video on members helping members video. Just spice things up a little bit. And of course, on Thursday, Eric, I appreciate the support. Corey Bunker Hill, great doing videos with you. Definitely enjoyed it. And I'm definitely uh, sorry about all that negativity. The guy wrote on your page is ridiculous. When you have all five star reviews and this one guy talks smack about me on your page. But nonetheless, I hope everybody has a good one. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. It is the start of the week. If you're having a bad day already, you need to change it. Go to work tomorrow with a positive attitude because positive thoughts equal positive results. That's how it works in life. That's how it works in the freight life. Like I say, I'm not a guru who hugs trees. I'm just a guy who thinks like that and I seem to be successful from it. So I'm trying to help you for free do the same. Until next time. I, I even forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> next, uh, no, I want to say this. Tomorrow, yeah, we're going to have the talk break live on uh, LinkedIn. But next week, our Make More Money Monday is going to be a fun one. So next time, hopefully there, I will post about it more. But anyways, I went blank. Say no to cheap freight. Remain professional. And let's make more money in 2020. Positive thoughts equal positive results. I'll see you guys tomorrow. See you later.